Dude. having fun in the studio hi guys merry christmas this is the dude what movie review podcast dude what we are having so much fun here in the studio we got our christmas tree rocking and rolling here we got all kinds of christmas tchotchkes we got the lights going it's really festive in here jim miller we're having so much fun i am one half of the hosting squad mr brian sumner over here sitting over there is my tag team partner mr ho 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 himself jim miller say hi and merry christmas jim hi (laughs) and merry christmas jim (laughs) it's wacky we're having fun here jim's got his crazy cat christmas sweater on he pulled up to the house, and I'm like, what is happening? We're doing it's, it's become a thing. It now. really is. Yeah, it's I, the second year in a row. I'm so. kind of scared of it, really. I didn't do the bandana, though. So. No bandana. Yeah. No bandana. I'm kind of sad, yeah. actually. And I was like, do I go straight with it this time, or do I do like a, <laughs> you know, like a, a choir boy? Like a... <laughs> you know. Wow. So I just did hi. So yeah. We're going to have some fun. This is our Christmas special. Usually they're kind of like big, like crazy extravaganzas. Yeah. Uh, we're going to kind of have like a more subdued, kind of calmer, little stripped down version this year. You know, not as crazy, not as in-depth. Usually we would do a Christmas film. We would throw that in the middle because we always do like this kind of two-in-one thing. You know, right, we do like yeah. a side table where we talk about all things Christmas. We play some wacky games. We're going to talk about that here in a minute. And then we would do a movie review right in the middle of it. We're not doing that this year. We're kind of scaling it back, Jim. But we are going to do some movie talk later that is Christmas-related. So we'll have some fun with that. We'll get to that here in a little bit. Jim, how the hell are you doing, man? I'm good, man. Yeah? I'm really good. You know, I, I was just sitting here thinking as you were talking about how we're, we're stripping things down, simplifying things. Yeah. I think the irony is, <laughs> is probably this is what we should have been doing all the years that we were playing Santa. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's, just kind of, it's kind of ironic, but yeah, man, I'm doing great. This is like full on, you know, I'm a little over a year now at my new job, which is my old job now, I guess. It's still my new <laughs> your, job. Your new old job. Yeah. Yeah. And so... Second Christmas, not working for the man, and um, and then interacting with you off yeah. air and stuff. I'm going, man, I just see it with you even, like where I was last year. So it's going to be a I'm good excited. year. I'm excited about Christmas this year. Right. There's all around, and uh, kids are really, like, they're all at a perfect age for Christmas this year. And yeah, getting to do this today. So Nice. Yeah. How are you? I'm doing great, man. I'm doing really good. It's funny that you mentioned uh, working for hell. I mean, FedEx. <laughs> I drove by it yesterday on my way home i left work and i intentionally drove that way and i just kind of glanced over at the parking line it was like quarter after five something like that you was know the building on fire <laughs> <laughs> it's smoldering <laughs> the parking lot was full yeah. just absolutely full and now it, let me give you some perspective you guys that are listening some of you guys that are listening are former fedex employees so you know what i'm talking right, about yeah you're in the corner shaking right That's now. That's right. PTSD. <laughs> You're like, oh, don't, don't say FedEx. Don't, don't say FedEx. <laughs> Drool running down your chin. 
any normal time of year, like that's not December. Right. At five to five thirty, that parking lot's half empty. Yeah. People are, have already gone home for the day. They like they've already finished their routes and they're gone. I drove by there a quarter after five, heading home. I'm in a good mood. I had a nice day at work. I'm like, oh, this is this is lovely. I'm just like reflecting on how great life is. <laughs> Sipping eggnog while you're <laughs> never eggnog, never. But I glance over as I'm driving by, and that parking lot is absolutely packed full, chock full of cars, employees that are still out on road. Doing the route, doing the job this time of year. They're getting absolutely murdered over there. And I actually got a text message from one of my former co-workers there, one of your former co-workers, uh, Matt Turner. Oh, yeah. And uh, yeah. I was like, hey, how's life treating you? And he's like, yeah, well, you know, they said it's going to be a light peak. And uh, that's that's absolute BS. So <laughs> he's like, we've been getting murdered. So all that to say, I'm very happy. Yeah. Very, very much in a good place right now, Jim. Very much in a good place. So I'm, I'm feeling pretty good, That's feeling good. excited. I'm excited about this holiday special, and I think we should just get into it, man. Let's do it. That's what we should do right now. Now, most of you guys that are tuning in, you've listened to our holiday specials in the past, and you know how we do things at Christmas. We like to do a little thing called reindeer games. Those are just fun little Christmas-themed games, so every time you hear this, that's us doing another little reindeer game. We're going to have fun. Now, we're going to kick off our show. We like to do this. It's kind of almost become like a tradition with us, really. Yeah. We've done this a number of times. We want to kick off the show. We want to get into the holiday spirit, Jim, here on this Christmas special. I don't know if this is necessarily going to get us into the holiday spirit, but we're going to do it anyway. All right? We have a thing that we like to do on here. We like to read greeting cards, Jim. Christmas greeting cards, that is. But more specifically, rejected Christmas greeting cards. Now, these are cards that you would not see on the shelf at Hallmark. I don't even know that you would even see these on the shelf at Big Lots. These are just cards that really you would only see here at Dude What. <laughs> Maybe one day you'll see them on our shelves. That would be so fantastic. We've really got to work on that. We do have a merch store, ladies and gents. We do, we we do have a merch up, store. Yeah. We happen to have one. And you might see these on the shelf in the, in the merch store in the future. So... We're going to read some rejected Christmas greeting cards, and we're going to have some fun with this. If we're going to read some rejected Christmas greeting cards, Jim, we got to have a nice little fire to read by. I agree. Yeah. There we go. Hey. hey. Mm. There we go. That's nice. Nice and toasty. Mmm, toasty. All right. I'm already feeling it, man. Like this. <laughs> All the warmth on the outside. We're about to fill the warmth on the inside. I don't know what you just said, but it sounded inappropriate. All right, let's get on with this. <laughs> Do you want to go first? You want me to go first? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Here, I'll go first. You do it. All right, let's see. I have so many to choose from. This is, like, ridiculous. Oh, you just got all these friends now sending you cards, huh? Pretty much, yeah. All right, here's the first one. Tis the season for love and family. The two things that drain your bank account fastest. Merry Christmas. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Already feeling the love. Yeah, right. you are. Happy holidays from an ex who's just checking in on the state of your marriage. I feel like that might be directed at someone, but we're going to move on. The holidays are a time for openness and reflection. With that being said, I still hate you. Merry Christmas. It's very open. <laughs> Acknowledging that you have an adequate non-denominational wintertime goings-on and an acceptable resolution to your calendar system of choice. Try to keep it... Uh, Politically correct this year. (laughs) 
So wait, was that a Merry Christmas? <laughs> we don't say that. Yeah, no, we don't. We don't say that here. All right. Feliz Navidad from the friendly staff at Los Compadres Restaurant. We're sorry to inform you of your outstanding balance of twenty three dollars and forty seven cents. I think you're just looking for a reason to put Feliz Navidad. <laughs> I'm always looking for that angle. <laughs> oh man. God bless us, everyone. Except you, Steve, you selfish jerk. <laughs> Holding out on that Homer's money. Homer's! <laughs> oh, wait. We're, we're, I should have used a different name. We're, we're, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's funny. This Christmas, snuggle up close with those that you love. Because when I get there, I'm burning your house down. Merry Christmas. <laughs> that's dark. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Mom. I know it's been difficult since Dad left. I hope you enjoy his replacement. Batteries not included. <laughs> Christmas blessings. <laughs> Krampus? Did you get in here? How'd you get in on these Christmas greeting cards? <laughs> They're about to get darker. Now, so. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, that kind of goes hand in hand with this one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this year, I wanted to make all your Christmas wishes come true. But since I'm unemployed and can't make child support payments, this empty card will have to do. Happy holidays. <laughs> That's funny because you and I both went down that path. <laughs> <laughs> we're just we're dark. You know individuals. Might as well. Yeah. Might as well just piggyback on that. Okay. One. Season's greetings. May your Christmas be filled with everything child support can buy. <laughs> <laughs> Blessed. Wow. <laughs> Season's greetings from inmate 6Z480A at Branchville Correctional Prison. And in parentheses, it says, this envelope inspected by prison officials before mailing. It's <laughs> oh <my> <laughs> funny is, do you still have more? There's more of that card? Or no, that that's one? it. Okay. <laughs> Well, dude, I we have not talked about this before. No, we haven't. Okay. I'm just going to go with it. it right. It's just funny that these are like piggybacking off of each other. So, congrats on your holiday bonus. It looks like Uncle Tony won't be the only one enjoying a white Christmas. <laughs> Happy holidays. Yeah, not planned. Not planned at all. May the season make your heart grow three sizes. Even though with your cholesterol count, that would be devastating. From the office of cardiologist Lawrence Osgood, Merry Christmas. <laughs> you know it's gotten deep when you're creating, <laughs> you're creating businesses that don't exist. Businesses that have no place in existence whatsoever. So we're going to have a personal rejected, and we're going to have a business rejected in the store. That's what's happening. <laughs> In efforts to go green, Santa's switching from lumps of coal to many solar panels. <laughs> Happy Christmas, hippie. <laughs> nice. All right. On the first day of Christmas, my true love gave to me, Chlamydia. Season's greetings. much <laughs> anytime you can work chlamydia into something yeah it might be a little too much <laughs> too much something 
All right, last one. Merry Christmas, baby. I'm sorry Santa won't be here this year. He was served a restraining order. <laughs> oh, what is wrong with us? What is we're, wrong with us? Hey, we're products of our environment, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> All these things and more. That was a lot of fun. We're, I feel like we're in the holiday spirit now. <laughs> but we're going to keep rising the holiday spirit, Jim. We're going to keep rising the holiday spirit. We're going to do another reindeer game. Now, Jim, there's a thing that we like to do in the holiday specials. We've done it a couple times. It's one of my favorite segments, not necessarily your favorite segment <laughs> at all. Oh, we're doing this one. Yeah, we're doing this one. Another way that we can help boost and fill that holiday spirit meter and get everyone really like on the same page with us, you know, and like really, really feeling the holiday spirit. I'm laying it on thick, ain't I? Uh, <laughs> a lot of people like to do Christmas carols, and we love to do Christmas carols here. It's one of our favorite things to do, right, Jim? No. He's over there shaking his head. <laughs> I feel like right now our listeners are like that gif of that little kid that's running down the hall, and he like turns around all of a sudden. We have a segment that we like to do on our holiday special, uh, the Christmas special specifically. It's uh, called Sing Along with the Duders. This is a fun little reindeer game. Can you feel the excitement in the air? Oh, here we go. Christmas carolers. I hate Christmas carolers. Oh, well, this should be fun. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it should be fun. Now, Jim, we have a thing, like I said, Sing Along with the Duders. We have Christmas carols. I have saved in a file. Now, we were talking off mic. These are files that I had saved literally like three years ago. Yeah. And I completely forgot about them. And I knew I wanted to do this segment. I knew I wanted to do Sing Along with the Duders. Now, the way we do this is I will play a snippet of a song and I'll hit pause. And it's up to us to finish the Christmas carol. All right. So if you guys want an example of what that is. No, we don't need to play this. (laughs) I think you guys are going to like this. Big number. Uh, ten. Number ten. Bottom one. Right, here we go. You ready? Something about angel voices. <laughs> I'm Josh Gerrold. Nailed it. Yeah, that part. Oh. 
This is so bad. So awful, dude. I think I did a sorry, not sorry after that. <laughs> that was Josh Groban, not Josh Garrels. Yeah, Josh Josh Groban, not Josh Garrels. Both of them are musicians, but yeah. very different genres. <laughs> Golly. <laughs> Why are we doing this again? Yeah, because it's absolutely hilarious. All right, so. Okay. So you guys have an idea now what we're going to be doing on this segment. It's going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> So, I have five files. I completely forgot about these. I have no idea what songs these are. I put these together literally three years ago. Sing along, one through five. Jim, pick one. We'll play it, and then we will try and finish the Christmas Carol. All right, number three. Let's do number three. Number three. Here we go. Everyone dancing merrily to <laughs> try to stop. <laughs> I feel so. Why did you stop it so soon, dude? I feel so inadequate whenever we do this because it's like I know the song. I know yeah. the song. Well, yeah, but I don't know the song. <laughs> I do every every freaking year for forty some odd years. I've listened to this song. <laughs> Home Alone is the big one, right? When you think of this song. Yeah, with Michael Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> I love you go straight to Michael Jordan yeah. for that. That's funny. <laughs> I don't know the words. I, I don't know the words to Christmas songs. <laughs> I know the music. I know the cadence. And I felt like we could have had it if you would have played it a little more, but Oh, you think so, huh? Probably probably not though. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, that was number three. Oh boy. What we got now? Uh let's do one. Number one. Here we go. You ready? Silent night, holy night, all is calm, all is bright, round yon virgin mother and child, So tender and mild, sleep in heavenly peace, sleep in heavenly peace. <laughs> Did we get it? <clears throat> oh. Find 
win, Brian. <laughs> well, I mean, we nailed the. We, we're good. We're good at what we do. <laughs> we no. <laughs> Listen. When I heard his voice, I was like, no, no. Just on the principle of who's singing, I'm like, I can't, I can't, we can't do this. But you jump right in, man. Hey, you know who loves this song? I, I do know, and I was just thinking about him, Mr. Gary we Sailor. As soon as I heard it, I was like, Gary, Gary Sailor. Um, hey, you know, let's take a moment right here in the middle of this right now, Gary Sailor, man. We hope you're having a very merry Christmas, dude. We miss you and love you, buddy. Sincerely, seriously. Although you're sitting there by your fire, probably <laughs> in his commando <laughs> socks, commando socks. So there you go. Yeah, that's what I meant. His to Christmas say. commando socks. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you used to sing it every year at peak time whenever we worked together, right it, before it, that final day. Yeah, it's like the one moment. It was like the peak one where everyone stopped for a minute and go, "Oh yeah, this is what we're this is right what we're here. exactly." And it was because of you, Gary. Yeah, truthfully, Ab- so. absolutely. And I look forward to that every year. So, uh, miss you, buddy. And after he retired, we didn't have that. Yeah, he left, went up to Huntingburg. We didn't have that, and Christmas at FedEx. For a couple went of years. Hell. I mean, it just went, yeah, it's miserable. Thanks, Gary. Well, yeah. Thanks, thanks for ruining Christmas. Thanks. <laughs> Yeah, that took a turn. <laughs> a dark turn. All right, let's do another one. We got two, four, and five left. <clears throat> let's do four. All right, here we go. Number four. <laughs> Ding, fries are done. Ding, fries are done. <laughs> Knows the words of this. No one. I thought you had the lyrics, man. I was doing the- <laughs> no one knows the words to that. No one, Jim. No one knows the words to that. That one's awesome, though. It is a good the one. Cadence, it really the cadence, yeah. it's a it's a good one. Yeah, especially when it's done really well. Yeah, it's in Home Alone as well. God, Home Alone just got a great soundtrack. We talked about that we on, did. on our last Christmas special. Actually, did a soundtrack spotlight on Home Alone and the importance of its music to the holiday. Go back and check that out in the archive. Uh, do whatpod.com slash specials. But man, what a great song! <laughs> Seriously, a good song. All right, we got two more left, man. Uh, mm. Number two and number five. Yeah, let's do two. Number two. And she staggered out the door and <laughs> when we found her Christmas morning at the scene of the attack. She had hoof prints on her forehead and incriminating claws marks on her back. Grandma got ran over by a reindeer. Walking home from our house Christmas Eve. You can say there's no such thing as Santa. But as for me and Grandpa, we believe. believe. Did we nail it? Grandma got run over by a reindeer. Oh, yeah, we're good, man. Walking home from our house Christmas Eve. You can say there's no such thing as Santa. But as for me and Grandpa, we believe. What's your opinion of that song as it relates to Christmas? Like, seriously, because I think there's a big divide. <laughs> um, you know, I don't know what my opinion is. I yes. think it's just become like part of a, it's just not it's, a Christmas tradition. It's not a Christmas tradition. Yeah. But like, it's like, a, yeah, it's just part of the background at some point. I don't think I've introduced my kids to the song, though. So oh, yeah? 
Yeah, I don't know. What are your thoughts on it? Well, I'll tell you this, man. Every time I hear that song, it reminds me of my dad. Because my dad just, he freaking loved it. He got a kick out of it. He thought it was just it was goofy, it's silly, and every time we come on the radio, we would sing it loud. So it's special for me in that yeah. regard, you know. I, I don't have a problem with it. I always just thought it's a silly song, and it's got that Christmas vibe, and, and it's just a goofy song to sing. Yeah, I, I mean, I think the only thing that could be controversial about it would be like if a uh, life insurance company decided to use it as like a <laughs> an advertisement song or something. Only you would think that way, Jim. <laughs> and no, I'm not making another do what. No, I'm not saying. That. I'm, just, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I don't know. I, I can see where it could be controversial, I guess, but it's just become part of the Christmas culture, I guess. Gotcha. In America. So, yeah. That's funny. All right, man. We got one last one. Sing along number five. Are you ready for it? Would you want to pick the number? <laughs> funny. Funny. All right, here we go. This is the last one. You chipmunks, ready to sing your song? Time for joy and time for cheer. <laughs> Did we do it again? Yeah, the good and bad. There's something like, yeah, but no, I don't know. I don't know. How do you feel about that one? I don't. I don't really care for that one. <laughs> it's not. It, it is kind of annoying. Yeah, for kind, sure. Kind of annoying, yeah, really. Yeah, yeah. Just, but, just kinda. But I can appreciate, you know. <laughs> in its day, I'm sure it was great. Oh, that's too funny. That is too funny. Well, so the that what's happened. even funnier is that we're both like jamming to it. Until laying back and forth, and we're like, "Yeah, we got this." Well, then, it's the hypnotic nature of Christmas music. Doesn't mean I like true. it. It's true. <laughs> what the hell? Who's this? Hi. Oh, oh. Ho, ho, ho. ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> what is... No. Hi, baby. Hi. My wife is coming to the studio. She's playing the part of Santa Claus. She's got something for Jim. Well, Jim, what do you got over there, man? What you got? Ass. What? I thought what? we were going to get away with not having new gifts this year. Well, I didn't get you a gift. Right. Santa brought it. Right. Right. If the, <laughs> I just I just think about one of the rejected Christmas cards we, <laughs> we just read. <laughs> what do you what do you got there, Jim? Oh, that's great. <laughs> it's that one chick. <laughs> it's that one. Oh yeah, that one chick. Captain Marvel, thank you so much. You've been a good boy. You've been a good boy, she says. Kind of looks like Brie Larson. Oh, Thank God. you, baby. Thank you. I know you've had so much fun with uh, the Captain Marvel thing. You're, you're a huge fan. 
<laughs> That's funny. Do you love it? I do. Is it's it your great. favorite gift in the whole entire <laughs> it world? It's my favorite. It's a Mega Mighties on top of that. All right, Jim, we're going to move on to the next part of our show. We're going to have some fun here. Uh, you put it out on social media. I did. We asked some of the duders that are out there listening, tuning in, fans of the show. We wanted to know if they had any questions for us. And they did not disappoint. <laughs> they did not. <laughs> so we are going to get into the Christmas mailbag. Whoa, we get mail? Stupid junk mail. Those are letters addressed to Santa Claus. Nice. <laughs> nice. So, what do we got, Jim Miller? Where to start? God, I don't know. You were telling me off <clears> mic, <throat> and I was like, good God. <laughs> what do we have? We got we've, quite a bit. We've got a lot of mail this year. Sweet. We'll we must have been it. good boys this year. We must have been. <laughs> Shout out to all of you postal workers out there and <laughs> delivery people. No, we, don't care about them we, anymore. Uh, don't care about them anymore, Jim. Yeah. We're, we're out of that. We're, we're out of that racket. Sorry, not sorry that you have to deal with all that. So, <laughs> all that mail that we have. Should I go ahead and get one of those right now? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. <laughs> Lean more towards not sorry. You chose that job. <laughs> Man, that's harsh. That I, that I, you know what? Like, you know what? You chose that hey, life. I didn't expect any sympathy from anyone all those years I was there. I told people I chose the job. Now I'm out of it. You chose the job. It's I true. feel nothing it's for true. you. Okay. <laughs> it's funny. So I had put this out on Instagram, yeah. uh, Facebook, Twitter. Right. And I get a text later that day from Luis. Okay. And he basically was like, it was just a few questions off the dome. Let me know if you need more questions. <laughs> and I was like, huh? Because <laughs> I, I didn't know what he was talking about because Luis is part of our D&D group as right. well. So I was like, what is he talking about? He goes, check Instagram. <laughs> and after I saw it, I was like, I mean, that's a good start. It's <laughs> uh, like 48 questions. <laughs> He's got a lot. Yeah. We're going to try and rapid fire. You want to do rapid fire? Yeah, I think we should try and rapid fire. Unless there's some that have like some really deep uh, conversation or something. But I think we should just, since there's so many, I'd like to do all of them, but I don't want to make this segment 28 minutes long. Right, right, right. So yeah, some of these we might have actually have done in the past or in the past, but we'll we'll rapid fire. Yeah, we'll go ahead and do it now. We'll attempt to. So he said, I got a few questions to help. Cool. What's the best gift you ever received and what made it special? Oh God. Just thinking in recent memory... It sounds kind of silly, but my family got me a PS4 for Christmas a couple years back, and I was I was shocked because I was not expecting that at all, right. like at all. Yeah. I had a PS3 and I was perfectly content with it, you know, just playing the games that I had. But then they got me a PS4 and I was like, "What?" <laughs> I opened it, I was in shock, like literally in shock. Yeah. So that that was pretty awesome. That that's a that's a more recent one. I'm sure if I go back, I could probably come up with something. What about you? I, I was, I'm like you. I'm trying to think of anything that's been like, man, this was a, a really great gift or the best gift ever. But I would say probably one in more recent times, uh, Kylie and the kids got me this Santa Claus statuette. It was a very kind of a traditional almost style Santa. It's just really cool. Santa in his really workshop cool. kind of vibe. And yeah, like nice. I, I've actually got it in my office now. It's one of those that like, as I'm getting older, I'm, I'm starting to almost become a collector of Santas <laughs> or something. I don't know. Yeah. Like, I'm starting to feel that that pull. That's cool. I dig that. Yeah. What else Luis got? Uh, what are some activities you love to do only at Christmas? Some baking cookies. 
Love that. And drinking an abnormal amount of hot chocolate. Just watching a ton of Christmas movies. I mean, obviously, I mean, that's that's my thing. I, I love getting to that spirit. And especially now, I mean, I guess now I could say doing this, our holiday specials that yeah. we only do at Christmas time. I mean, I just, this is always fun for me. Yeah, I would say for me, Fantasy of Lights uh, in Evansville. Oh, yeah, it's that's Ritchie, a good, good call. Yeah. Uh, Fantasy of Lights. Every Christmas, we have tried to take the carriage yes we go with a couple other friends but usually weather uh, permitting yeah and, and we'll usually try to grab hot chocolate or something beforehand nice. and uh, make it a thing so yeah that, that would say that's one of the things cool. I like doing yeah. dig it alright next what's a Christmas food you'd like to remove from the Christmas dinner table <laughs> uh, well luckily for us like we, we don't do a traditional Christmas meal so we don't have to deal with that. So, like, anytime we have any kind of big meal, it's always at Thanksgiving. But I would say if I were to get rid of something, uh, probably the spinach dip and the bread bowl. I can't stand it. <laughs> it's a it's a tie between that and cranberry sauce. I was going to say, yeah, it'd have to be whatever cranberry. cranberry <laughs> Anything cranberry? <laughs> yeah. If they say cranberry, I'm just like, no. And I, I have nothing against cranberry. I mean, ocean spray's cool, but... <laughs> What would be your ideal Christmas day? Oh, ideal Christmas day? This year. <laughs> mm, yeah. What, what I'm getting this year. First and ever. <laughs> ideal Christmas day. Seriously, this is it. Wake up early. I like it a little bit dark. All the Christmas lights are on. And a fresh fallen snow has just laid a blanket of snow across the area. That's an ideal Christmas right there. Boom, everybody doing the Christmas thing. Perfect. Right there. That's what I want. Right. I would tag team on the back of that saying, yes, absolutely. Fresh snow. Yep. Christmas tree plugged in. Yep. Cup of coffee. There you go. Kylie's making cinnamon rolls. There you go. Kids are sitting around the, the tree ready to open presents. Yep. I Perfect. Think that. Christmas music in the background. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Good. And just easing into the day, yes. not getting out of our pajamas yes. at all. Yes, low-key, relaxed, enjoying the day. That's what it's all about. What is the worst Christmas day or gift you have? <laughs> I've touched on it briefly in the past. The worst Christmas was uh, when I didn't get the Super Nintendo because I was a little crybaby. That was the worst Christmas because I made it the worst Christmas because I was such an immature little crybaby. That would be it. Generally, Christmases are pretty awesome, but that one right there was pretty bad. I would say last Christmas, I gave you my heart. Oh, God. No, I'm just kidding. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Come on, George. Pull together, man. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I, I can't recall, like, a Christmas. I'm like, that was horrible. I think when I was younger, there were times that I didn't want to go see family because I wanted to just stay home and gotcha. play with my stuff. But probably one of those years. Gotcha. Were you told Santa Claus was real? And if so, do you remember how you found out he wasn't? I was told Santa Claus was real, and I believed it for quite a long time. I do not remember when I realized he wasn't real. I don't I don't remember it wasn't like a traumatic thing or like a, oh my God, he's not real. It was just, I think I just grew up and just kind of realized eh, it's kind of a story. But I can remember being super young, them doing the thing where they, uh, they on the radio, where they're like, Santa's flying over yep, the tricep yep. or whatever. And I can remember being like three or four years old and hearing that and going to my window and looking out, I wonder if I can see him. Yeah, listening on the radio, hearing like on the TV. Yeah. The government would do the the, <laughs> the, the tracker, the Santa yeah. tracker. It's fun. Yes, I it's, was it's, told Santa Claus is real, and I didn't know that he wasn't. So, <laughs> thanks, Louise. You just ruined that for Jim forever. <laughs> uh, who is someone you think is a nightmare to buy for at Christmas? 
Oh, a nightmare to buy for at Christmas. My kids. <laughs> because I'm so out of touch with what they're into and what they like. So I usually just kind of fall back on silly stuff. Yeah, probably them. I, I was going to say my wife, but no, she's actually pretty easy to shop for. She likes the same stuff. She likes getting the same stuff every yeah. year. It's like she knows she's getting that stuff. There are things I get my wife that for some people would be like, oh, I got socks again. But no, for her, it's like, oh, yes, I got that. I needed this. Yes, thank you. <laughs> well, I would say the person that is a nightmare to buy for is my wife. Oh, yeah? She handles our budget. <laughs> And she'll do this thing where she'll like go and like splurge on the kids. Apparently, buys me a bunch of crap, and then it's like, I mean, and up until this year, it's been like pretty much last minute anyway that I'm out, and it's like, oh, here's a cutting board. Merry Christmas. <laughs> what do you yeah. want for Christmas? I don't want anything, and you can't afford anything anyway. It, to put it this way, it's gotten to the point where I just like go buy whatever you want. And just <laughs> right. wrap it. I'll wrap it for you. Just go buy it. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Uh, is there a Christmas movie you think is overrated? Deck the Halls. <laughs> I knew that was coming. I knew that was coming. <laughs> yeah, Deck the Halls. And actually, I'll probably touch on another one when we get to the movie segment. Hmm. <laughs> overrated Christmas movie. Yeah, what's an overrated Christmas movie uh, for you? The newest Grinch, I think. Oh, okay, with Benedict Cumberbatch yeah, as the voice. not a fan. I have not seen it. Yeah, don't waste your time. Is there a Christmas song, no matter <laughs> how many times it is played, you still love to sing? Yeah, 12 Days of Christmas. I forget. I love the Twelve Days of Christmas. Which I love version? It. Oh, d- <laughs> what do you mean? Which version? The version. Twelve Days of Christmas. I love it. Not well. I mean, there's the the Canadian one that's pretty funny. I like that one too. <laughs> <laughs> but no, Twelve Days of Christmas. I love okay. it. All right. What about you? Mm, I don't know if I love to sing it necessarily, mm. but listening to them. Yeah. Probably White Christmas. Oh, the best. Bing. Oh, Bing is the man. White Christmas. That yes. song. We've, we've discussed that. It's just, we have, yeah, ad, that, that, ad nauseum. But yeah, yeah, that is Christmas right there, buddy. Yeah. Like, that is the, from a song standpoint, yeah. that's Christmas. Yeah. I would say that song and then uh, Nat King Cole, yes. the, the Christmas song. Yes. Both of those. The, there, there's yes. your Christmas right there. You want You want to know what Christmas is? Boom, right Listen there. Listen to those two and you're yep. instantly in it. Yep, exactly. Uh, if Home Alone took place on another holiday... Would it still be a Christmas movie? No. It would be something else. And honestly, I don't think it would have the impact. I agree. I think the holiday plays very well into the movie and becomes its own character within the movie. And I think if you take that holiday aspect out of it, it takes away the heart and soul of the movie. I agree. And we've talked about that even on the the Home Alone Dude Rector's Cut. Right. Where... Even down to the set, yes. they had that, yes. that was intentionally chosen it, yes. to reflect. I Christmas. just talked about that the other day with my kids. I was telling them about that how like the, the if you the look wallpaper at the and the colorings, and the greens, yes, and the, the, very the intentional coloring. and and very well done. Yes, by the way, what kind of question is that? Louise? Come on, Louise. <laughs> Which is better, Grinch animator or Grinch live action? Grinch live action with Jim Carrey. Yes, it's really good. Yeah. It's really freaking good. Yeah. <laughs> we, we watched it recently and it's 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 still it's, 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 it's great. Yeah. It's so it's great. It's yeah. great. I don't know why it was such a holdout on it. It's, yeah. it's freaking phenomenal. If you lived in any Christmas movie, which would you like to live in? Oh, that's a great question. Oh, that's a fantastic question. Oh man. I love that question. That is so good. It's a wonderful life. Bedford Falls, baby. Great question. What about you, Jim? It is a great question. I don't know. I was thinking Whoville, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. You don't need to think about Whoville. Yeah, you're definitely Whoville. 
with your cat sweater <laughs> and your bandana. But I think I'd get over, I don't know, I'd be kind of in between Whoville and uh, Mount Crumpet. So. Oh, God. <laughs> Somewhere in between. Don't I'd live the like on the, the, the tree line there, yeah. maybe. I don't know. You'd be the recluse in the middle. <laughs> Gotta watch out for the Grinch. Grinch, watch out for Miller up there. <laughs> right. Who knows what the hell he's doing? He's out there in a bandana and cowboy boots. What's going on? <laughs> and nothing else. Anyway. Nothing uh, else. <laughs> that was from Luis on Instagram. Right. And then we have friend of the show, Ooh. Mr. Andrew Shaw. Yes. Super fan. Mm-hmm. Actually sent us a picture of his new Dude What t-shirt. He did. He did. Yeah, He's loving it. And we appreciate you making that He looks good in it, too. He did. He looked great. Shaw, we may have to have you model for us, man. Absolutely. He's always coming through. Got a couple questions here. Let It Snow by Frank Sinatra or Harry Connick Jr. (laughs) Okay. Let the debate begin. I I like Frank. I like old blue eyes. I do. But I love me some Harry Connick Jr. Harry Connick Jr., man, he's... He's got a great freaking voice, dude. He's a very talented singer, and there's something about his voice. Frank Sinatra has like a more big act, big room, Vegas kind of vibe to it. Harry Connick Jr. is more subdued, low-key. I gravitate more towards Harry Connick Jr. than I do Frank Sinatra. Well, this is actually pretty easy for me. Oh, yeah? The answer is yes. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Cop out. (laughs) It is a cop out. I immediately want to say Frank. But yeah, uh, I like you when I stop and think about, wait a minute, Harry Connick, yeah, he's kind of that in-between between Frank and Michael Bublé. Like yes. he's that. He's, yeah. They all are in that vein. They're, they're all different. You're right. Yes, they're all good. They're all good for yeah. different reasons. Yes. But I gravitate more towards Harry Connick. I think maybe. Yeah, probably so. Nice. Another one. Would you rather have to eat an entire fruitcake <laughs> every day for the whole month of December <laughs> or... Would you rather have a local news... Get in. Stop. Okay. <laughs> I'm only laughing because I read this question earlier, and it's fantastic. Because your response to it was like, oh, this should be good. Yeah. <laughs> so he said, or would you rather have a local news story come out about you telling and spoiling a whole kindergarten elementary school that Santa isn't real. I think this will say a lot about you guys. <laughs> okay, my initial thought, it's fruitcake. I can't, I can't do it. I can't do it. But, but being the uh, big teddy bear that I am, I can't ruin the elementary school kids. I can't do it, man. I can't do it. So I... For the sake of the elementary school kids, I will eat the damn fruitcake for a month. I will do that for the the youth of America, Jim. I'm running for president. (laughs) I had a feeling you would choose that. Yeah. uh, Which is why I I replied to Shaw on this. Are you going to go full Krampus on this? (laughs) I said, is this a would you rather or who is most likely kind of question? (laughs) Would you rather? I'm saving the children from that. I think most likely you're the one that would ruin the kids. Right, and that's what I was. That's why I said that. I was like, most likely it'd be me. I yeah. would say something, and then you know, one kid would be like, "What? He's not real," and then it would just like, yeah, snowball from there. Yeah, I would have to move to a different country because that's an entire school board children and their parents would hate me forever. 
Uh, last one, he says, how does it feel approaching your first Christmas without working for a certain package company? Any mixed feelings or completely positive? Oh, completely positive. No mixed feelings whatsoever. Look, I have a UPS driver that comes every day, twice a day. He delivers in the morning and he picks up in the afternoon. And the other day he came, this was like last week, and he came late. He usually is there like between 9.30 and 10. He didn't come until like 10.30, 10.45. And I'm like, well, he must be having a bad day or something, right? Made that delivery. And then later in the afternoon, usually there between 3.30 and 4. He didn't get there until like right at 4 or like 4.10, somewhere around in that range. And I'm like, man, he must be having a horrible day. He backs in and I give him a ton of crap to go out. And then he's like, you see this shelf? It's like 50 more stops. I still got to deliver. And I'm like, I'm so glad I'm out of that. I am so glad I'm out of that. So absolutely no mixed feelings whatsoever about it. Happy to be out of it. Happy to be done with the delivery service. I am feeling great. Jim, what about you? I miss it, man. No, you don't. No. You're a liar. You're a freaking liar. How can you say that with a straight no. face? It's terrible. I, you know, it's all been great. It's been positive. I will say because of my history and experience there, though, I do um, try to give a little more leniency. Right. You know, all oh, package wasn't delivered. On no, time. no, 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 no. Like, Especially uh, this we had one in our office the other day that someone across the hall brought over. So, oh, this is for you. And the person that it was for was upset because it was open. And I was like, that happens a lot more than you realize. Yeah, way more. Like, I'm very in tune, obviously, with what they have to do. But like you said, it's their choice. Yep. I'm out of that. I will always... It's the same way with waiting tables. Yep. I will always have... A certain heart for that, or yes. certain um, empathy. Com- empathy is empathy the word. Is yes, the word. empathy. Because I've lived it, I've been in it. Yeah. But yeah, we both have come from that mindset, so we have the patience. If someone's having a crap day, and we can spot it, and we can see it, we yeah. can be like, "Hey, man, it's gonna be all right. Yeah. I, I got you." But I don't envy what you're no. doing. No, not at all. <laughs> not at all. And I'm still gonna be ordering stuff. So. Absolutely. All right, so we have one more person that's responded to our question, and it's going to be kind of like a Christmas shout-out. Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas indeed. (laughs) We're going to do a special little shout-out here for former super producer from the Homer's Radio Network and actually was a guest in studio with us for a Dude Table Discussion Marvel edition gearing up for the big Avengers Endgame, Mr. Roger Turner, man. Yeah. I shared our post and he chimed in on asking us any question. And I and in fairness, I said, you can ask us anything. anything. It, doesn't, it doesn't have to ask be Christmas related. Yeah. And so his question was, what is his favorite sound at a tennis match? Now, this is a bit of an inside joke between Roger Turner and myself. I don't know if you've ever seen the Hannibal Burris gif where it's just him and he's got his eyes squinted and he just goes, whack. Yeah. And it just says, whack. All right. So (laughs) that is Roger Turner's favorite sound at a tennis match. Whack. Whack. (laughs) (laughs) But the reason I'm giving him a special Christmas shout out is because Roger Turner is a new dad. I saw that. He has joined the Brotherhood. Congratulations to Roger and his lady. Pretty awesome. Hope you guys with the little dude have an awesome Christmas. 
So pretty excited, pretty happy that he chimed in on that. Had yeah. a little fun with that. Uh, we always do that back and forth. You know, we'll, we'll have a certain take on something, and we'll just send that to each other. We're like whack <laughs> the Hannibal Burns. It's so is that is that your favorite sound of the tennis match? It's absolutely my favorite sound of the yeah. tennis. Whack only if Hannibal Burris says only, it. Only. <laughs> He's the commentator. That's it, right. right. <laughs> but uh, special shout out for Roger Turner. Congratulations on becoming a new dad. Merry Christmas to you guys. And yes, whack is your favorite sound at a tennis game. <laughs> Happy holidays, happy holidays, happy holidays, holiday. while the merry bells keep ringing, happy holidays. So Jim, we did some questions from all of our fans that wrote into the show, but I think it's time for us to do some questions that you and I like to ask each other. <laughs> all right. This is going to come into a form of a little segment that we have at our holiday special called Fruitcake and Mistletoe. Fruitcake makes me puke. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> Talk about traditions, man. Ooh, yes. This is a tradition for our holiday special with Christmas, man. We we like to do the fruitcake and mistletoe. This is a rapid fire, this or that. We throw questions to each other. We have a lot of fun with this. They're always stupid questions. They're always dumb questions. But, hey, there's I, holiday themed. We have a lot of fun I'm with I'm pretty it. confident this segment had yep. started before you and I had ever even tasted fruitcake. Absolutely. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> fruitcake is terrible. <laughs> Absolutely terrible. I think we have do- have that documented on one of our holiday specials. <laughs> popcorn and kind of about mid mid to almost end of the movie yeah. i decided to so well, i might as well try some right and i just picked a little bit off and took like two bites and was right like, okay you should try it and, and then, then i tried it and i'm just sitting there and i'm like <laughs> this really is not good at yeah. all this is like bad <laughs> like it's not good yeah, yeah. i don't i don't it's, understand it's pretty gross but it, it was kind of funny because at the end we have all of our stuff just kind of sitting there. The movie's over. I'm getting stuff together, and I'm cleaning up all, yeah. you know, all the stuff. And, and <laughs> I just kind of look at you, and I'm like, so are you going to want any more of this? And there's this long pause, and you just go, nah. <laughs> all right, so we're going to go back and forth with these. Jim has a bunch. I have a bunch. We're going to have some fun with this. Rapid fire. We're just going to throw them at each other. Quick questions, quick answers. Don't think about it. First thing that comes to your mind. Jim, would you like to kick it off for sure, us? Sure, why All not? All right, go ahead. Uh, nutcracker or toy soldier decorations? Okay. Let's go soldier or dude, are you nuts? <laughs> dude, are you nuts, baby? I'm going with the nutcracker, man. Got to go nutcracker. Okay. Love it. Right. Snow globes, yay or nay? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Dig them, huh? Not, not a whole bunch. <laughs> I like them, but not that much. But, but one every once in a while is good. Yeah. Uh, it's a little Debbie Christmas. Tree cakes or cherry cordials? Oh, tree cakes. That's that's a given right there. Tree cakes are the bomb, dude. LED tree or a fiber optic tree? Ooh, I, if I had to choose, it'd be LED. Okay. I'd prefer the traditional, like, dollar lights, honestly. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. A dude what Christmas carol? What character would you play? Uh, what character would I play? Oh, I'm, I'm, uh, <laughs> I was about to say Bob Marley. <laughs> You're Bob Marley, huh? <laughs> what the hell's that guy's name? <laughs> What's his name? Mar- it's something Marley. It's Marley, yeah. Yeah. 
Ziggy Marley. <laughs> Whatever the Marley guy's name is. <laughs> The irony is we're not that kind of podcast. <laughs> we're really not. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Tree skirt or classic train with smoke? Yes. Oh, there you go. Look at you. <laughs> Having your cake and eating it, too. Trying. Yeah. We Right now, we just do the tree skirt. One day, I'm hoping we'll have a, a classic train. So. Right. Red, Christmas trucks, Santa's snowmen, sleds, etc. You can only collect one type of Christmas decoration. What would it be? Man, that's tough. It's a tie between Santas and snowmen. If it were my wife, it'd be snowmen. She freaking loves snowmen. Yeah. I'm kind of more partial to Santa, but it has to be like kind of a specific one. You know, I'm yeah. kind of like the vintage kind of classic Santas, you yeah. know, for sure. But I'd probably just go with snowmen. Snowmen are awesome. Better leftover, Christmas turkey or Christmas ham? Christmas ham. Oh, good call. Good call. You're home alone for Christmas. <laughs> what do you do? Jump on the bed, eat popcorn, sled down the stairs, fight off burglars. What? <laughs> I think I've heard this somewhere. <laughs> well, might as well go with this one. Worst home alone trap, BB gun to the nards or blowtorch to the skull? Ooh, blowtorch. <laughs> Low torch. Hilarious. Only because I have a full head of hair still. Go to hell. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> Any villain in a Christmas movie can have their own movie dedicated to their backstory. What villain? Ooh. That's good. It's got to be the Wet Bandits, man. It's got to be the Wet Bandits. Uh, better dessert, peppermint bark or chocolate-covered sugar cookies? Peppermint bark. Nice call. You're in a Christmas acapella group with Dave Batista. <laughs> Ninja Gary and Stephen A. Turner. Here we go. What's your group's name and what is your go to song? <laughs> the Four Horsemen. <laughs> <laughs> the, four, the Four Clydesdales. Um, our go to song is uh, obviously Oh Holy Night. <laughs> <laughs> The Josh Garrels or Josh Groban version? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Christmas plaid or red and green classic? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What are we talking about? Clothes? It, it doesn't matter. Red and green classic. Okay. That. There you go. What are you most excited about being a Papaw Christmas? Oh, gifts, man. Opening gifts with little dude. Seeing the excitement on his face. That's it. Looking forward to that. And reading Twas the Night Before Christmas. Pretty excited about that. That's a good one. Charlie Brown Christmas or Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer? <laughs> yes. No. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> now, Jim, you can't say yes to everything. I know. Probably Rudolph. Okay. You get to have a Christmas mystery dinner theater Ooh. solving a murder with an icicle. <laughs> Who is in your ensemble? Oh, friend of the show, Dave Batista, obviously. Ninja Gary, for sure. Stephen A. Turner, uh, George Bailey, The Grinch, Jim Carrey, and uh, Roger Ebert. I dig him up. Or he's a dead body. Oh, you're going straight to hell for that one. Oh. <laughs> Talk about Krampus sneaking in I'm on me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, that was horrible. <laughs> uh, let's see here. <laughs> Worst white elephant gift, a paint-by-number rendering of Trump that's already been halfway done, or a walker from Goodwill. <laughs> when you say worst, do you mean best? Is it white elephant <laughs> gift worst? The best worst? The best worst or the worst best? 
it doesn't matter how you look at it. It's still terrible. <laughs> I think the finger painting would be <laughs> be the best worst gift. <laughs> Call back to the walker. Yes, there. it is. <laughs> I thought you'd appreciate that. <laughs> Man, okay. Do you have or remember your parents having a go-to stocking stuffer? Yeah, socks or a rolled-up Kentucky shirt in a tube. Okay. They put it in a tube that you know, roll it up, yeah. tuck it into like the inner tube from like gift wrapping paper. Yeah. Stick it down the stocking. One of those two things. Okay. All right, Jim. Last one on neutral ground. Who wins in a fist fight, Krampus or Clark W. Griswold? I'm going to say Krampus. Oh, come on! <laughs> I don't believe that for a second. <laughs> After that rant, come on. <laughs> <laughs> now, if Cousin Eddie, if he's uh, if he's involved If the somehow, shitter's full. <laughs> if he's involved somehow, then... <laughs> nice. <laughs> Hey, hi. Hey, little man. Say ho, ho, ho. I like those shoes. Say Merry Christmas, Jim. Oh. <laughs> Can you tell him what Santa says? Say, ho, ho, ho. Oh, you're being shy. <laughs> what is this? Merry Christmas, Jim. Merry Christmas, Jim. Mm-hmm. Why are you giving me fruitcake? <laughs> <laughs> fruitcake makes me puke. Because I bought you fruitcake like six months ago and I for- forgot to wrap it. I, for- I forgot that I got it. <laughs> we were just talking about that. I know. <laughs> I know. I sent her a message. I was like, uh, get that fruitcake. <laughs> Bye. Bye, buddy. Love you. Did you got more gifts over there, Jim? I guess. Is that what this is? Uh, oh, my gosh. You guys are ridiculous. Am I supposed to open this? Yeah, you're supposed to open it right now. What did you get? Since Santa brought you... Santa and his little elf brought you a gift. If this is a biography for, by, about Brie Larson, I'm going <laughs> to... <laughs> even better even better even better <laughs> do you love it oh my gosh <laughs> thank you baby do you love it <laughs> oh you can't spell america without me <laughs> The really tremendous inside story of my fantastic first year as president, <laughs> Donald Day Trump, a so-called parody by Alec Baldwin and Kurt Anderson. That's funny. I knew I wanted to get you a book that was politically related. I was wanting to find one. I was hoping to find a Trump book, to be honest with you. But then I saw that and I was like, two for one, Trump and Alec Baldwin wrapped into one. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> The quotes about the book on the back. Yes, yes. It's hilarious. I think that the Alec Baldwin situation is not good. I'm disappointed. I think the portrayal of me is ridiculous. The real president, Donald Trump, on Fox and Fred. Kurt Anderson has always been a third-rate writer and an unsuccessful one at that. Also the real Donald Trump. Too funny. Too freaking funny. Gosh. Merry Christmas. (laughs) 
All right, Jim, we're having some fun here in the studio, talking all Christmassy stuff, answered a bunch of questions. People got to know us. A lot of fun. Festive. I'm enjoying myself. Yeah. Let's do something that we like to do here on the show, Jim. We obviously are a movie review podcast. We talk movies. We enjoy movies. We love movies. And especially this time of year, we've talked about how Christmas movies are a staple for this holiday season. So we're going to do a little Christmas movie talk. Do you want to build a snowman? I just want to watch my movie. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to build a snowman, Jim. I just want to watch my movie. So, obviously, we're doing a little movie talk here. Yeah. We're going to do Christmas-themed movies. Try to, at least. I'll ask you the age-old question. Jim, have you seen any good Christmas movies lately? Yes, I have. Very confident. I like it. I am confident. This is one, actually, saw it last year Okay. for the first time. It rolled out on uh, Netflix, 2021 Christmas movie, called A Boy Called Christmas. See, I have no concept of this film whatsoever. I'll be honest, I did not either when it first rolled out. Okay. But, as a family, we absolutely loved it. Cool. It is definitely in our rotation for this year. Okay. We haven't watched it yet for this year. Okay. You've seen it, but you just not for this year's yeah. rotation. It's definitely on the rotation. Gotcha. It's got a Narnia vibe to it. I think some of the people that worked on the Narnia, okay, the first Narnia had a so had a fantastical, bit, very much so, gotcha. kind of a epic story. I'll just read to you kind of the synopsis from IMDb. It says, "In this origin story of Father Christmas." An ordinary boy with a loyal pet mouse and a reindeer at his side sets out on an extraordinary adventure to find his father, who is on a quest to discover the fabled village of Elfhelm. <laughs> I, I gotta admit, you're not selling me on it already. So, <laughs> the premise basically is there is a boy who is living in poverty in this kingdom. His dad would tell stories about a place called Elfhelm and all of these things, and his dad goes missing. And the boy ends up, through a series of events, has to kind of go on this quest, believing that Elfhelm is real. It is a epic, fantastical adventure kind of thing. Dude, it's one that it was all around just really good. Has very much a classic kind of vibe to it. Okay. Um, it does Christmas right. Okay. It does big right. well. And then when it's time to be small and intimate, nails that as well. I don't want to say too much about it because it is a great one. So I'd sit down and watch it. Gotcha. I highly, highly recommend it. Cool. And your kids dig it? The kids love it. Kylie and I loved it. And like awesome. I said, it's definitely on our rotation for each year now. Nice. The universe is made of stories. Where anything and everything can happen. Long ago... Nobody knew about Christmas. Until a boy showed the world how to believe in the impossible. So, Brian. Yes, sir. You're a Christmas movie guy. I am a Christmas movie guy, yeah. Have you seen any good Christmas movies lately? I've seen some good Christmas movies, and I've seen some absolutely dreadful, terrible, awful Christmas movies. Which one do you want to hear about first? Well, <laughs> Should we start low and work our way up? <laughs> sure. Why not? Why not? <laughs> okay, so I got conned into watching a film 
Now, this is a very interesting conversation that we're going to have about this, all right? Because this plays into an episode that we had earlier in this season when we watched the movie The Wizard of Oz. Okay. And we talked a lot about how nostalgia for a film can shape the way you look at a film. Okay. But when you remove yourself emotionally from it and look at it from a critical eye and just seeing something for the first time, how your opinions can change. Yeah. So bear that in mind. Like I said, I got conned into watching this film. <laughs> My daughter, we gave her the option to pick a, a Christmas movie. We want to watch a Christmas movie. And she said, oh, we got to watch this movie. It's so great. It's a little movie called Jack Frost. <laughs> Michael Keaton, Jack Frost? Michael Keaton, Jack Frost. Okay. okay. All right. You don't like it. That movie was god-awful. Yeah? Very, very bad. The premise of the film... Michael Keaton plays a guy, his actual name is Jack Frost, which is just ridiculous. But he has a band, plays kind of like classic rock style music, whatever. It's a band that's been trying to get to that next level. He's kind of been like this struggling road musician, you know, trying to chase his dream. He's got a wife and a son. They've been very forgiving, so to speak. Yeah. It's kind of like really a tale of dude what, really. Well, I was, I was thinking, yeah, this is why I don't like it. <laughs> Sounds very similar to dude what. <laughs> He's finally on that precipice where he feels like he's going to finally hit it big. He's got this opportunity, but it's at the sake of losing time with his family on Christmas. And he makes the decision, hey, you know what? I'm going to forego my opportunity. I Christmas is about being with family. I'm going to go back home. So he tries to make it home. And through certain set of events, he ends up passing away. So it's a year later and the the mom and the son are just trying to move on. It's a year later and it's getting to be Christmas time through the miracle of Christmas, so to speak, and the sadness of loss. Jack Frost, Michael Keaton comes back in the form of a snowman. That's where the story picks up. So, so, what, so what's your what's your problem with the movie? <laughs> All this sounds great. <laughs> It's not that the premise is bad. It's just that it's a very much a 90s movie. And it's shot in a 90s way. And it's written in a 90s way. And it's it's campy at best. The dialogue isn't great. It's cheesy. The, the special effects that were used are limited, so to speak. Sure, and it's, sure. just, it's just one of those films that, on paper, has a little bit of potential but never, ever meets its potential. Do you think it would be better if it was made today? Because, I mean, it's an older movie, Jack Frost is. Uh, yeah, it came out like 90, 97, 98, I yeah, think, I mean, whenever the, it came with out. With the knowing what we know now, like with CGI and all that stuff, do you think it would be a... I think they could do a hell of a lot better job with it. Yeah. Like, it's it's something that could be done a lot better. I understand the story. The story, I mean, it's just, a, it's an age-old tale. Right, it's it's right. dealing with grief, yeah. you know, going through grief and... You know, being able to move on and being able to let go of the past. I get that. And all, all those elements, all those story elements are great. You know, it's fine. But yeah. the presentation was terrible. Yeah. And so needless to say, my wife absolutely hated it. <laughs> absolutely hated it. Ended up getting a headache from it, from watching it. Oh, I'm not even joking. I watched it just because, hey, we're going to watch it. And your daughter brought it. Yeah. yeah. Like, hey, let's watch it. Let's this, watch yeah. it. When it was done... We both kind of looked at Addie and was like, yeah, that was awful. And then Addie started chuckling. She goes, yeah, I haven't seen it in like five years. That was pretty terrible. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, 
I want to go ahead and issue an apology to uh, to Brianna. <laughs> Deck the Halls is not the worst film of oh, all time gosh. for Christmas. Oh, wow. Jack Frost has taken over that spot. Wow. So there you go. Merry Christmas, Brianna. <laughs> Charlie, it's me. It's Dad. I'm supposed to believe that you're my dad. You were the one who played on the magic harmonica. I thought you made that up. So did I. So, Jim, yeah. uh, save the segment, man. <laughs> well, okay, so I will go. Um, you know, it's, it's funny because I have all these that I have a list of, and I'm like, I can't remember if I've talked about these or not. So right. if I have the repeats, my apologies, but they're just great, and I love gotcha. them, so we're going to talk about them. This happens to be a Netflix one as well. Oh. Uh, and there's all been right. a sequel since the first one. Okay. It's come out. And I'll, right. I'll kind of talk about them in tandem, but more so I'm going to talk about the first one. Okay. They both are great. I'm nervous. I'm <laughs> going to confess I may be a little partial because of who's in it. Okay. My future ex-wife's parents. <laughs> Kurt Russell. Is this the Christmas Chronicles? Yes, or? the Christmas Chronicles. Oh, God. Have you seen the Christmas Chronicles? I have not. I have not, and I'm, I'm scared to. It is... A lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. Is this so, is this, this an unbiased opinion or is this riddled okay. with? No, uh, I will tell is you. Is this steeped in your young children's father's minds? No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's good. It's great. In tandem with what you were just talking about, how there's kind of the age old tale of dealing with grief. Okay. That's kind of why I want to talk about this one next anyway. Gotcha. Because it deals with the same situation. Okay. Not like the dad uh, is a firefighter. Oh. Um, Big time Christmas lover, like right. hardcore, okay. like it's a the family unit. And as the kids get a little older, he ends up losing his life and, and trying to save okay. some other people. Gotcha. Okay. The son is old enough, teenager, that he's kind of you know dealing with his grief in, in his way. The daughter, a little bit younger, still has this Christmas spirit. Right. Mom is a single mom, having to work night shift. That's when the chaos begins. The daughter still believes in Santa. Son doesn't. You know, every year they would write letters to Santa, all of this. And so they, lo and behold, are fighting, and Santa shows up. Oh. And they kind of begin this unintentional journey with Santa. Gotcha. And Santa Claus is played by... Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. I, I've seen it on Netflix. I've been scared to watch it. I just didn't know what to make of it. Does he play a good Santa? Kurt Russell plays a good Santa. Within the writing, you can tell that they're trying to be clever with some of it. And it's <laughs> it it works. But one of them is talking about like the big ho-ho-ho, jolly, fat guy. Because he kind of addresses that. You know, he, he has his beef with kind of the way Santa's been portrayed. Okay. Bit. You know, so it's Santa with an attitude. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> the kids are like, you know, give us a ho ho ho, like prove it, it's you. And he goes, I don't do ho ho ho. Like that's his big <laughs> thing. He's like, I don't do ho ho. It's an adventure for the kids. That the kids end up going and helping save Christmas because they unintentionally ruined Christmas <laughs> because they startled Santa more or less. And so it's one of these things that uh, they're rushing to save Christmas, and then it wraps it up at the end. With Goldie Hawn as Mrs. Claus. Oh, boy. I will tell you the end scene is like probably the best image of Santa, like your idea of Santa sitting at his desk in the fire, and they, they really capture what you would imagine his home in the North Pole would be. Right. And that obviously sets the stage for Christmas Chronicles 2. Okay. Which, it carries on that story, but it, it that story's been wrapped up. Gotcha. More, but it's a whole different story. Okay. And it takes more on, the second one takes place at the North Pole has to do with a disgruntled elf and stuff like that who, yeah, obviously did that. 
<laughs> the elves are, are different too. It, it's it's just fun, man. It's a good. It's a fun movie. Okay. It's one that all three of my kids. I mean, little Isaac even was sitting there. They all were just like last night. We were watching it again, and they're all just sitting there, completely glued. And nice. It's yeah, good story. So it's in the rotation then. It's definitely in the rotation. Cool. Again, nice. that's another Netflix one. They're doing good with Christmas, I think. Nice. Yeah. Do you realize how big of a deal this is? We need to get a closer look. Are you crazy? Duck. Can he see us? I don't think so. Hot Cupid. Hot Comet. Santa Claus? Live and in person. One night only. Can you go ho, ho, ho? I don't go ho, ho, ho. That's a myth. So you said (laughs) that you had some good and some bad. So what else you got over there? Well, I tell you what, man. Like, you know, doing the whole Jack Frost thing, it, it sparked a pretty intense conversation with my kids and I about the idea of nostalgia and, and films and and there's certain Christmas movies that I have in my rotation that uh, that I haven't seen in a while that I'm scared to watch now. <laughs> and we, we might have to do like a whole entire movie discussion, you know, at some point and release it maybe after the holidays talking about that. Maybe we can do like a, a movie retrospect or something like that where yeah. we talk about some films that we loved as kids and then we watch now we're like, oh God. <laughs> so we'll definitely come back to that at some point. But we watched a film that has become a new holiday classic for me and my family. Uh, well, let me back up. For my wife and I. <laughs> Not so much the family. Just my wife and I. We love this film. It's a movie called Love Actually. Okay. Yeah. And uh, ABC actually just did a 20-year special last week where they talked to Hugh Grant and Emma Thompson and uh, Laura Linney and some of the actors and actresses from the film, just kind of looking back on it and uh, talking about how the film has kind of taken on a life of its own from that point. Right. You know, kind of had the, some of the aspects of it with regard to its release kind of had like a vibe of like, it's a wonderful life, you know, came out, not a lot of fanfare, not a lot of love for it. It It's kind of, kind of a dud kind of thing, but it's, over time has become has become this new Christmas tradition for yeah. a lot of people. And I know for me personally, you know, we talk about storytelling all the time. This is one of those films where it's got so many different characters and different aspects of storytelling, but they all revolve in the same universe and they're all interconnected. And I think that's the whole point of the story. It's like this idea of, of love and how lives are connected, you know, even though everyone's living their own lives, but in a way we are still kind of connected. Right. And so, it's a fun story. It's a fun movie. It's got so many different characters. Like I said, the cast is loaded from top to bottom. You got a little bit of everything. It's not your traditional Christmas-style film. Have you ever seen Love, actually? I have. It's been a minute. It has been a minute since I've seen it, but yeah. When the film starts off, it has this opening monologue from Hugh Grant, and it's it's a great monologue talking about the idea that people feel like there's not a lot of love in the world. And he thinks about the terminal at Heathrow airport and how there's many different people meeting there, you know, friends, family, lovers, uh, boyfriends, girlfriends, you know, whatever. And you can see the love that's there. And especially with regard to Christmas. Yeah. I don't know. Just the way that the movie kicks off, it it gives you like this, this hopefulness, you know, like this, this, you know, it starts to make you feel good. But then the next scene is this aging British rock star who's trying to capitalize on his name and the holiday right. by singing, uh, 
this song where they just they change the word from love to Christmas and he's just trying to capitalize <laughs> on it and he's dropping f bombs and all this stuff because yeah. he keeps screwing up the lyrics and everything and it's like what are we watching? <laughs> but it, it sets the tone, the duality between the two. You get right. to see this hopefulness and this happiness, and then it leads into this. You're like, what is going on? And it just flows through the rest of the film. It just has this natural, nice flow to it. And I just love it. I love it. I mean, I get crap from people all the time. They're like, love, actually, for Christmas? Well, what is, what's your problem? But it's actually a really freaking great movie. Because it is based around Christmas. Yes, it is. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. Uh, when, it, when it starts off, it's like four or five weeks out from Christmas. And yeah. you see these characters in their lives where they're at leading up to Christmas. Yeah. And it's great. Yeah. It's great. It's awesome. It's I think a, people probably thought off because it is a romantic comedy. And you don't think yes, of Christmas yeah. as a romantic comedy time. But, it's, yeah, it's, but it is a good movie. Like I think I, a lot of people are put off by the fact that there's so many different story points happening at the same time. Yeah. But if you just watch it and allow it in, you're basically just watching overlapping storylines. That's all it is. Yeah. But they all play into the same overall tone. Right, right. And it's got this great Christmas vibe to it. It's just a fantastic movie, and I love it. I can't tell you how many times I've watched it. It's a great movie. I love it. Whenever I get gloomy with the state of the world, I think about the arrivals gate at Heathrow Airport. General opinion starting to make out that we live in a world of hatred and greed. But I don't see that. Seems to me that love is everywhere. Often it's not particularly dignified or newsworthy, but it's always there. Fathers and sons, mothers and daughters, husbands and wives, boyfriends, girlfriends, old friends. When the planes hit the Twin Towers, as far as I know, none of the phone calls from the people on board were messages of hate or revenge. They were all messages of love. If you look for it, I've got a sneaky feeling you'll find that love actually is all around. What else you got over there, man? Well, man, I've got a lot, actually. Right. <laughs> and I'm trying to debate on which one I'm going to talk about. <laughs> we'll talk about this one. Okay. So I finally was able to sit down and watch a movie that I've had a beef with for a little oh, while. Oh, really? Back on our, I think it was our second Christmas special. Okay. We introduced a little segment called The Krampus Carol. <laughs> I was driving in my truck yesterday, and Bruce Springsteen's Santa Claus is Coming to Town came on the radio, and you I, could, hear not, it I could not hear it in any other way other than the Krampus Carol that we did. Go back in the archive, com slash specials. Check out that segment from, I think it was our second Christmas. The second one, yeah, yeah, second Christmas special. I believe that's a 2018. Yeah, we did Krampus Carol, and... It was yeah. pretty bad. <laughs> that was the creation of the Krampus. That girl. was the start of our downfall at Christmas. <laughs> yeah, my downfall at Christmas. My the my cramp, dark the Krampus side. is hanging out here in the studio <laughs> on overlooking my side of the, on, the on, on Jim's side of the divider, <laughs> drawing inspiration. Yeah, <laughs> between Buddy and the Elf and the Krampus, I'm, got it all. The cat makes more sense now. The cat on, <laughs> on my shirt. Uh, <laughs> so. That episode yeah. that we did, the Krampus Carol, that's yeah. where you know we reworked all the songs, and yeah. there was one with Santa Claus is Coming to Town, right? and we made him into an assassin yeah. BA, right? Right. Ba and if yeah. you remember, about a year later, yeah. after releasing that, mm -hmm. Hollywood releases a movie with uh, yes. Mel Gibson in it, yes, called 
the fat man. Yes, I remember that. We both had a beef with this. Yes, because we saw it come out. We're like, freaking Hollywood's listening they to our show. They just totally jacked our idea. They're just listening to our show and stealing stuff, which yep. is fine. Whatever. Just give us just a Give us credit. credit. Just give us writing credit. Something. Just, I don't know, link to our show or something. <laughs> buy our merch. <laughs> <laughs> buy our merch. Just buy our merch. Wear it. Dave Batista, we're talking Dave to you. Dave Batista, we're looking at you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Promo code dude, what? <laughs> But I finally sat down and watched The Fat Man. Yeah. Okay. All right. So this is timely. This is appropriate, considering that David Harbour's Violent Night has just been released. Yes. So I'm interested to see your take. I have not seen Fat Man, so bring it on. What do you got? Yes. Premises, rowdy, unorthodox Santa Claus fighting to save his declining business. Okay. (laughs) Um, so the, I will tell you this, that the trailer for Fat Man does not do the movie justice. Okay. Because when you watch it, you're like, how in the heck does this kid, because the trailer alone, right. makes it look like this kid hires an assassin to kill Santa. Right. That does happen, but there's, there's a, lot, s- a lot more context to way that. Way more context. Okay. Way more context. I think the marketing of it, they could have done a little better with the trailer. To probably have gained a little more of a following. I will say, it's kind of in the vein of Violent Night. I have not seen Violent Night yet, but in the sense of this idea of Santa being a, um, having an aggressive side to him. Right. Uh, using guns and shooting and all that stuff. Because you get the vibe of watching the trailer that it's this over-the-top thing, and it's not. Okay. <laughs> Ironically. Because like, I kept waiting for like it to become this massive, die-hard, like, right. over-the-top action. action. blowout, yeah. There was action in it, but it made sense for the story. Okay. Okay, I was surprised by that. Basically, Mel Gibson plays Santa, okay? <laughs> just, just just saying that out loud. Right, yeah. But the way they capture Santa is not in, like, this bright, festive, like, North Pole kind of vibe. It's very much like a small town, almost living, like, on a farm, it has a factory. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> that's like kind of hidden in this barn. But it's not... Just even the, the coloration of the movie, everything, it didn't have that bright, like, over-the-top Christmassy vibe. Very anti-Christmas vibe. Yes. It was okay. very muted. It basically is a story of a guy who's trying to save a, his business. Huh. Interesting um, take. Ends up landing a contract with the government, because the government's like, hey, he's in a place where Christmas spirit's down. But so his business is is failing in a lot of ways. And the government's coming in to make an offer kind of like, hey, if you build this stuff for us, we can kind of help save your your business. Gotcha. So there's that going on. And then you have this spoiled brat kid (laughs) who comes from a very wealthy family. Right. And has kind of been left at home to take care of his grandma. That is the element that is, yeah, the the humor element, if you will, in it. But for what it is, it does what it needs to do. Gotcha. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how to say. It. I'm not going to say that. Oh, it's a great movie. It's an amazing movie. I was just surprised because I was going in expecting it to be this over the top ridiculous. But well, they that's act- what you get from the trailer, right? But they it was actually um, decent storytelling. Okay. And it kind of takes a dark turn at the end. I will say. You that. think? I will say that. It, I was surprised. I don't know how else to say it. I was surprised by how not sucky it was. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing wrong. I've lost my influence. Maybe it's time I retired the coat. You still have it. Some kids with a deer rifle put two holes in the sleigh, one in me. 
All I have is a loathing for a world that's forgotten. The United States military would like to procure your services. This is a one-time deal, gentlemen. How are you, Mike? Nicole and the kids are well, I hope. Where are you? Okay, so, Brian. Yeah. You got one more over there? I do. I'm going to end on a really high note here, okay, buddy. Okay, good. I'm pretty excited to actually talk about this. I found out about this film, that they were going to be doing this, and I was a little trepidatious at first, but then I started seeing the teaser trailers, and I was like, oh, I'm so on board for this, because it looks like it's going to be so good. And it was good, and I'm really excited to talk about this. We sat down last week, and we watched A Christmas Story Christmas. Oh. The sequel, the real sequel. Now, let me back up. Everybody knows A Christmas Story. Right. 24 hours of A Christmas Story, right? Everybody knows that every year on TBS or whatever, they show up 24 hours straight, right? Yep. Well, they ended up doing a sequel to that sometime in the 90s, I think, or maybe the early 2000s. It's like Christmas Story 2 or whatever, and it's got Daniel Stern, plays the dad, and... I never watched it. It looks dumb. It yeah. looks incredibly dumb. Not a real sequel. Not a real sequel. A Christmas Story Christmas, this is your sequel. This is your real deal, legit sequel. And let me just say, they were able to capture the original Christmas story perfectly and do something completely different while still living in that same universe. Okay. I was blown away by how well it turned out. Because I think on the surface, you could look at it and be like, well, it's not really that great. No, it's great in the regard that it's true to its predecessor with regard to the vibe, the feeling, the storytelling, the way that it's presented, the characters. Pretty much every original character has returned with the exception of the old man who has passed away. He actually passed away within the last year, year and a half, I believe, which is really sad. And then the mom... The lady who played the mom, the original actress, she actually retired from acting in 2017. She's like 89 years old. Okay, okay. And so they couldn't get her to come back. So they ended up getting Julie Haggerty to come back and play the role of the mom. Okay. If there's something to knock about the film, it would be that casting. Because I'm not really a Julie Haggerty fan. She was great in Airplane. Yeah. But there's something about her demeanor and her, her approach is a little off. Right. But she did well in the role. Like, I think she was able to capture a little bit of what was needed for that character for this film. So it was okay. Would I have loved to have had the original mom? Absolutely. Because all the other original actors were in it. And it it was great. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. So, like, Ralphie Parker is is Peter Billings. Yep. Okay. Yeah. All the original guys. Basically, the story is Ralphie's grown up. He's married. He has two kids. It's getting close to Christmas. They're getting ready to go back home for Christmas and stuff. He's kind of a struggling writer. He's been trying to sell this science fiction novel to different publishers, and he's been trying to get that picked up. And this is not current day. All right. This is like set in like the seventies. Okay. Okay. So, cause the original one I believe was set in like the fifties, like maybe the late fifties. Okay. And this is like 15, 20 years after the fact or gotcha. whatever. So it's like in the 70s, maybe even like early 80s, but I think it's the 70s. Okay, but okay. Staying very true to the yes, actual storyline yes, of that world. Yes, okay. absolutely. And he and his family are getting ready. It's getting close. They're going to be heading home. And then he gets the dreaded phone call that the old man has passed away. And so now the dynamic of Christmas has shifted. Right. And all he his mom wants is she doesn't want to dwell on the fact that the old man is gone. 
She just wants to have a nice Christmas. Right. And the old man was always able to pull together Christmas and make it work. And that's all she wants. She wants Christmas to be together. And so now Ralphie is put in a position where he has to make Christmas work. And he does. He hasn't the slightest clue what to do. Right. And so it just picks up from there. And he's back home. And it's just a lot of fun. Different little shenanigans, callbacks, all kinds of stuff. Okay. They have nice little flashbacks to things. They show clips from the original one. They integrate it in with the storytelling. Nice. They do the same thing like they did in the original one. Remember, he would have like these little daydreams or whatever right, right. and you, you would see it acted out yeah. they do that in this okay and it works dialogue the sentiment the feeling the characters all of it it all works this is a sequel that actually works okay and it's pretty awesome it's pretty awesome i i don't want to spoil how it turns out at the end but the way that it turns out at the end plays back into the original and it's so good it's so good. I have actually heard other people talk about it very highly. So it's great. Yeah, I definitely recommend getting it, and I would watch them in tandem. I watch the original and then watch the say. I just watch them back to back, okay. twenty four hours straight. There you go. There you go. <laughs> oh, life moves fast. One day you're playing kick the can with kids named Flick and Schwartz. I triple dog dare you. And the next thing you know, you're a certified adult. Ralph, Ralph, dear old man. Fragile. He was the best. Ralphie, promise me we're going to make this a wonderful Christmas. That would make your father so happy. I promise. What had I done? And now it was all up to me? I suggest you start drinking and don't stop till New Year's. It's the most wonderful time. Slowly I could feel the Christmas ember beginning to glow again. All right, Jim, we've had a lot of fun, man. We've done a, a lot of Christmas chat on this episode. We've talked about us. We've talked about the holidays. We've talked about movies. We've shared some rejected greeting cards. We've gotten dark. <laughs> Tis the season. Am I right? <laughs> we've had a lot of fun, man. We've had a lot of fun. But now it's time for us to uh, kind of close out the show here a little bit. And I think we should start looking to the future a little bit. All right. 2022 is closing out. It's been a trying year. We've been trying harder all season. It's been a very difficult year with regard to Dude What. Even though you and I both have had positive things happen outside of Dude What. Most definitely. But for some reason, part of the year just kind of got wrecked and shifted. And so it kind of put the rest of the year in a weird kind of zone. Uh, very much so. So, yes. so trying harder. Definitely a great tagline for this year. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's talk about 2023, the new year, man. What can people expect from Dude What in the new year? What do you think? Holy heck, man. <laughs> um, <laughs> what can they expect? Where do you start? Behind the scenes, I know with content-wise and putting stuff out, like it's kind of been hit or miss. Honestly, for the last five years, I mean, we went hard, hardcore for that first, what, year and a half? Yeah. We were pretty consistent there for a while. I don't even know how we were able to maintain to that To the detriment of our personal lives, I think. I think so, yeah. Ways, yeah. Uh, for sure. It put a strain there for a while, for sure. And then there was the, we went through the season of like trying to just, trying to make it work. Right. Even in spite of things falling around us a yep. little bit. And then building the studio. Yes. 
And then, um, which we have know, an amazing space in here, right which we now. do. We'll it's it's post, awesome. Like the pictures, of, especially with the holiday setup we got going here, you know, but that whole season of building that and, and working through that. And again, just trying to navigate personal lives and then work and all of that. I mean, all of that's well documented on our show, but so we've talked about from pretty much day one, there's a lot of things that we've talked about that are, I think I really believe will probably come more to fruition this year that we've been talking about for five years. <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of wild from a creative standpoint to think of it's taking that long to get here, but I'm excited for the future. I am excited for the future as well. I know that just talks that you and I have had about different aspects of the show, we're super jazzed about some of the new things that we're going to try and do. You know, we have a format that we've kept pretty well the whole entire time of our run. I think we're going to probably shift that format a little bit this year. Yeah. You guys are used to hearing the daddies kick off our episode whenever we release. And that's probably going to change a little bit this year. Fact of the matter is, the format that we have is kind of hard to keep up with on a normal schedule. Well, I mean, that reality hit me the other day, actually, when we were on Twitter. Somebody, like a podcast group, was asking a question, how long does it take you to edit a show? Right. And I, I think I tagged you and was like... Well, I know for a fact there's some that take up to 40 hours, and an actual company that does editing was like 40 hours. Holy crap. Like, yeah. you know, so they were even like, what? Knowing the, the content and, and quote unquote uh, product that we put out, right. right? Like, we have taken a lot of pride in that and making sure that it's. It is quality. We we take time to, by we, I mean you, take time to, to do a lot of editing to make it sound good, not just for the sake of us sounding good, but for you as a listener to enjoy. And well, so, and also, you know, not just to also make it sound well and sound good and all that good stuff, but there's a tone that I like to keep with the show. Sure. And more times than not, I don't know what I'm going to do from an editing standpoint until I start doing the edit. Yeah. You know, I don't go into, it's not cookie cutter. I'm not going to be like, well, I'm going to do this and this and this. No. Right. When I'm listening to the show and I'm editing, I'm going back and I'm cutting through all that audio. I get ideas while I'm doing it. Yeah. That's what takes the editing process so long for me because like, oh, I can do this here and I can do that there. Perfect example, table scraps. I yeah. don't know what I'm going to do for table scraps until I start going through the audio right. and start piecing the audio together. Right. And then yeah. whenever I start hearing the audio, I, I, I start generating ideas. Yeah. And that's why you hear like Dave Batista pizza. That's yeah. why you hear like bologna cola. Yeah. That's when you hear, you know, Mads Milk and Sons, you know, <laughs> cutting together stuff like that. The process is long and daunting at times, yeah. but it's fruitful from a creative standpoint. Right. But. We have to allow time for that. And so I think that's why we're going to shift our format and we're going to shift things in the new year. But shifting that and doing that in that way is going to give us the opportunity to do more creative things. Yeah. And I think also, um, you know, because I know that as listeners, there's some that say, hey, you know, yours is the longest one that we'll listen to. Uh, There's others. They prefer that smaller format. And we've discussed like playing around with the format of the show. Yeah. Right. And so I think that's part of what we're planning on doing for next year. Yep. Uh, but then also we are uh, because of the the contract and stuff with the daddies. Yeah. Uh, we have a lot of material and stuff out on our website. We know that most people don't want to listen to it on the website. Right. Uh, so we want to get all of that out into the feed. So yeah. if you Spotify, Apple, whatever you're listening on, I mean, we have o- probably over 100 shows. I'd say oh, yeah. at this point. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and you only have access through the feed of maybe 25 to 30. Right. right? So. We want to get have an opportunity for you as a new listener or you as a as a newcomer to be able to listen to the old and those of you right. that have been long long term tried and true fans, 
there's probably stuff you have forgotten about. Right. Uh, for, so yeah, we're looking at re-releasing everything next year in yep. a kind of in our dude what original format, if you will. Right. We're gonna go back to the beginning. Yeah. And we're gonna start with that first episode, the debut episode, Jaws. Yeah. And we're we're gonna cut new intros, cut new outros. Give some notes, maybe some production stuff at the time. You know, you guys have heard that in our re-releases from the archive. Yeah. You know, we've done that where we talk about things, maybe behind the scenes. And that's where Jim and I are going to get together and get creative and talk about some different stuff and, and you know, just start re-releasing the run. Yeah. And then that way you guys have a ton of content, you know, and that stuff won't have the daddies, have their music, Dr. Bones, at the beginning. Yeah. But we'll probably still try and get some uh, licensing agreement with them to where we can still use their music on a limited basis right. and still have it on the website. So you yeah. can hear it in its entirety in an original run. Yeah. We're also going to try and do more side tables, more dude directors cuts, more in-depth stuff like that. We're trying to branch out and do more fun things and right. come up with more creative ideas. And I would like to try and do more outtake shows throughout the year Yeah, because we do have so much content right. in right. the archive folders. Yeah. So it would be fun to go ahead and release those as the months go on. So we'll be dropping all of basically every show that we've ever released. We'll be dropping on the feed next year. Right. But on top of that, we'll be releasing little side things like side tables. We know some of you guys yep. really enjoy like new modern movies that we both went to the theater yes. and saw. Yep. We're going to have some of that. Yeah. Some more, new director's cuts. More in-depth discussions on current stuff. Current stuff. Uh, we'll probably have some interview type side stuff that we're doing. Right. You know, there's some conversations of just by happenstance of relationships I'm building. Uh, there's a relationship you have yep. within the radio world in our yep. in our area. So there's even conversations maybe potential uh, of potentially playing potential. with some uh, yep. potential radio style yep. stuff. Yeah, so, we don't know what 2023 is going to bring, but we know that we're going to bring out some new content and creative stuff, and we're going to basically stretch our creative legs, yes, so to speak. Very so much so. That's what you guys have to expect in the new year. And in a big way, what we just released and just opened up right before Thanksgiving. And we're hoping to improve even more this next year will be the Dude What store. Yes. And I know you're going to talk about ways that people can support us, but, you know, dudewhatpod.com slash support uh, will take you to a page. And there's five different ways that you can support us. Some of them are financially. Some Mm -hmm. of those are just on social media, all of that. So. Every little bit helps, for sure. Most definitely. And the merch store is going to be a lot of fun. We're looking to build that in the new year. Uh, Like I said earlier, Shaw grabbed him a dude what shirt. Looks great in it. We're hoping to see more people get involved with that. It'd be great. All right. So, got all that to look forward to in the new year. It's going to be a big year. We're going to have a lot of fun. But I think we're coming to the end here on our little Christmas special, man. I've had a blast. Uh, It's been a lot of fun. Oh, Santa's back! My God, I see what we're doing now. I finally <laughs> have caught on to this pattern. <laughs> What's that? It's a present for Mr. Jim Miller. Oh, this is—you guys are ridiculous. <laughs> Is this a uh, Donald Trump DVD? Is that what's going on here? It might be. I don't know. Santa brought it. I didn't get it for you. Santa got it for you. Right, right. The snow is raining. Oh, is it raining outside? Not cool. Santa had to deliver that in the rain. Sorry. Oh, dude, are you kidding me? (laughs) This is a real gift. This is an actual gift. I hope you don't already have it. I don't think you do. I do not. I love it, love it. What do you got there, Jim? That is awesome. Robin Williams, Comic Genius. It's five DVD collector set. I, if I'm not mistaken, I think it's basically all of his comedy specials. It looks, yeah. No, that's what it looks like. Uh, our, 
archival footage of Robin's early stand-up, the raw footage from the promo shoots, press release stuff. Love it, man. Awesome. You love it? Thank you. Thank you, Santa and Santa's wife. <laughs> no, that's Santa. Wait a minute. Did you just call me Santa's wife? Yeah, I did. <laughs> We are finished here on our show. We've had a lot of fun, dude. It's a great Christmas special, a little low-key, a little subdued. Kind of tamed it down a little bit in comparison to past Christmas specials, but we had a lot of fun, man. I want to thank you guys for joining us this year. It's a trying year. We tried harder. We we really did. I, I think we did. Yeah, I think, I we, think did. we did. I, like I was so. there. I was there. I we was tried there, harder. Yeah. <laughs> we want to thank you guys for joining us on the journey. And look forward to doing more fun, interesting things for you guys in the new year. And I hope you guys tag along for that. It'll be a lot of fun. As always, you can check out everything that's do what related at dowhatpod.com. Go back and check out the old Christmas specials, dowhatpod.com slash specials. If you haven't already, there's so much content there you guys can check out. It's a lot of fun. We are super festive. We are super jolly. And it's a lot of fun. Jim's always wearing his cat shirt. It's weird. (laughs) (laughs) But on this episode, and like every other episode, there are show notes that you can go and check out. If there's links in there, mostly Amazon links. You follow those, go do your Amazon shopping, takes you there, doesn't add anything extra in your car, doesn't do anything stupid like that. It just shows us that, hey, you went through Amazon and give us a little kickback. It's a way to support the show. Jim was talking about that earlier. Got ways to do that. Go to dowhatpod.com and there's a little link there. You can support us in many ways, share us, buy merch. Go through Amazon. It's fun ways to help support the show. We actually have a button on there where you can actually yeah. just donate. If Act, you want to say, go. hey, I want to kind of be a producer of the show. There you go. You know, depending on what level and stuff you decide to donate. I mean, there's, you know, possible perks and stuff. I mean, obviously, Absolutely. if we, we see that you're financially investing in our show, you're probably going to get a shout out. You're so, going to get more uh, than a shout out. You're going to you're gonna get to sit in here and host the show. So. And like, we'll qu- you can edit the show, too. I'll let you. <laughs> <laughs> also, in the show notes, there are ways to get a hold of us. Hey, you guys at dowhatpod.com there's a link there for that there's also links for the daddies go check out their music go to Spotify check them out buy their merch show them some love in this holiday season it'd be a lot of fun for that as well get on social media search for at dowhatpod or dowhatpodcast real easy we're on Facebook Twitter and Instagram and if you're on Facebook Jim there's a little thing on there called All Access All Access Take advantage of that. Get in there. We ask questions like we did on this. We'll ask questions. We'll put polls on there. We'll post pictures. I think Jim's probably going to post some pictures of the studio and all access with our little holiday setup. It's going to be a lot of fun. Check all that for sure. I was just going to say with all access, uh, you do get free shipping. That's one thing that we're already uh, giving out and providing. I have plans for all access in next season, I'm hoping. Right. And it's going to be bigger than Facebook. Again, like I said, 2023, man, it's going to be a lot of fun. So you want to get in on the ground floor with that. It's going to be a lot of fun. All right, man. I don't think I have anything else. I think we can go ahead and close up shop on this holiday season. I've enjoyed it. (laughs) It's been a blast. Uh, What about you? You got any final words for the fans? I don't think so. Uh, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Oh. Go ahead and get that out there. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, that's all I got, really. Go do some drinking. What? What? (laughs) (laughs) Again? Really? (laughs) I thought we were done with all of this. What we got? What we got? 
What's that? I think this last one is from friend of the show, Dave Batista. Oh, God. <laughs> did you use promo code? Dude, what? I hope he did. <laughs> Actually, I think this was for both of us. All right. You guys are ridiculous. That's all I can say is you're ridiculous. <laughs> you found it. <laughs> yes. I didn't find it. Friend of the show, Dave Batista, found it and sent it to us. <laughs> Where in the hell did you find this? The lovely world of eBay. Oh my God. Don't touch it. <laughs> oh, I don't play. Hey, all I heard about last night, I'm hey, not touching anything. We're, we're going to post, we'll post pictures of this in all access. Only in all access. This is a, this, we talked about this the first yes. Christmas. Yes, this goes all the way back to the first Christmas. So it's uh, something special for a super dude. There it is or right there, buddy. super dude. Yeah. So we'll post some pictures in all access. That way you guys have some context of what this is. I'm going to have uh, to take it in a little bit, though, for mine, I think. So. I need to, I, th- I added some for mine. <laughs> I can tell. There's something that's been added. (laughs) Where are you, Christmas? Why can't I find you? Why have you gone away? All right. That one's acceptable. That that one's acceptable. But we're not done yet, Jim. I know we said our goodbyes and everything. We're I, I I know I've been surprising you with gifts and everything and all this stuff. We're not done yet. Since Saint Dave Batista brought this to us, good old friend of the show, Dave Batista, I've decided to surprise you with something, Jim. I've been working on a little project. Oh boy. If you guys go back in the archive, the original holiday special, do what pod.com slash specials, the original Christmas special. Jim did a little retelling of Twas the Night Before Christmas. It was a Duder, it, it was a Duder's Christmas. I have taken it upon myself to do a second volume of the Dude Table oh, really? Duder's Christmas. Okay. Twas the Night Before Christmas, a Dude What Christmas, Volume 2, Christmas Harder. Fall the right in theme with Try Harder. This Are we being sequel. serious right We're now? We're very serious right now. And you for, have had time on your hands. And for the sake of our audience and uh, my editing schedule, I'm going to read it. Hey guys, it's Brian. Don't mean to cut into the show, but hey, didn't want to put a disclaimer at the beginning of the show because we've kept it pretty well PG, but this retelling of Twas the Night Before Christmas is definitely not for kids. So get them out of the room. It's for adults only, for the duders, for you all access people. You're going to freaking love this. Enjoy. <laughs> That's good. That's good. So, are you ready for this? Yeah, I think so. You gotta have some crackling fire in the background. Yeah, Set the okay. mood. Yeah. All right. Are you ready? I, are you ready? Are you excited? I am. I was just, yeah. Okay. This is how we're gonna close out our Christmas special. We love you guys. Thank you for tuning in. This is Twas the Night Before Christmas, A Dude What Christmas, Volume 2, Christmas Harder. Here we go. "'Twas the night before Christmas, and out in the studio. Not a body was stirring, especially Rufio. Oh, God. <laughs> the bodies were stacked by the chimney with care, in the hopes that St. Dave Batista soon would be there. 
The duders were nestled all snug in their beds while visions of Black Widow and Harley Quinn danced in their heads. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> With Jim in a bandana and me and some chaps. What? <laughs> the Suicide Squad is still a big piece of crap. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> when out in the studio there arose such a clatter, I sprang from the couch to see what was the matter. Away to the window, I sped like the bandit, tore open the curtains like Mike Myers opening his Halloween basket. <laughs> the blood on the ground mixed with the new falling snow was a frightening reminder of just how far Mike can go. <laughs> when what to my wondering eyes should appear but friend of the show, Dave Batista, carrying eight cases of beer. <laughs> with a couple of ninjas named Gary and Dave, I knew that this Christmas would definitely be saved. More rapid than Velociraptors, his partners they came, and Batista shouted and yelled and called them by name. Now Lucas, now Spielberg, now Denzel and Arnold. On Newman, on Ebert, on Costner and Burt Reynolds. To the city of Detroit in the depths of the Upside Down. Now fuck it, let's go bowling with the dude on the east end of town. As Dorothy and the sepia tornado could fly, Jack Conrad was the obstacle that dotted that eye. <laughs> so up to the rooftop, the gang they sure flew, with death and destruction on their minds, and Dave Batista too. <laughs> then through the ceiling, I heard from the roof the heavy thudded footsteps from Robocop's boots. As I scratched my head slowly and processed the sound, St. Dave Batista crashed through the fireplace with a superhero bound. He was dressed in a tank top, some jeans, and some boots. They were covered in blood with a little bit of soot. He ripped off the shirt that covered his back. I stood there and gazed. Man, he was jacked. (laughs) (laughs) The Monstars filed out of the chimney, and things soon got scary. But let's be honest, they pale in comparison to the baby belonging to Rosemary. (laughs) (laughs) I knew you'd appreciate that. Batista took them out quickly. It was quite a fantastic show. He had just a little bit of help from his friend named Rambo. Imperial forces soon arrived to join the fight. Ninjas Dave and Gary rapidly took all of their lives. (laughs) Down near the scuffle, a crowd gathered to watch the scene. Mike, Sully, and Cruz stood with me, myself, and Irene. Indiana Jones hurriedly dashed across the yard, running from a big-ass boulder that crushed all of our cars. The whole time Batista laughed and then gave me a wink. And all I could think was, I bet even he is pretty in pink. (laughs) (laughs) No doubt about it, these were all Stranger Things, and if Robin Williams were here to see this, he'd probably think the same thing. Dave's work was complete, so he climbed to the roof. He left all the beer for the rest of us to consume. A chopper soon landed and took him off into the night. He whistled loudly for his comrades to follow him in flight. But I could hear him exclaim as he disappeared out of sight, Use promo code dude what and I'll come fuck your wife. (laughs) 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 Merry Christmas, you guys. (laughs) 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 Hope you guys enjoyed our Christmas special. We love you guys. We'll see you in the new year. Bye, guys. Okay. All right. <laughs>